Say? What Umar say? Why are Neanderthals? Oh with that being said, with that being said, man, welcome to another episode of Part of Our Bullshit <laughs> <What> Podcast. <laughs> Stellar. Y'all like that? Stellar. Fucking phenomenal. Stellar. We're here. It's another Wednesday. I'm glad that y'all have decided to put in your headphones, go into Spotify or iTunes or whatever you listen on, search us and listen to this episode. Uh, with that being said, man, let's get it started, man. Uh, in front of me, I got three lovely, lovely people. Um, on today, on top of the screen, we have the young lady that just said she, uh, um, well, I can't say it because we're talking private. But Danica. <laughs> <laughs> you just got everybody excited. Hi. Hi. I can't, I, I can't bring that. I can't bring that. Look, you know we saying? can bring all that energy. You know, I don't care. <laughs> all right. Underneath, underneath her, we got the Baltimore bully. Hey, the truth in the building, you already know. Be more. We did. AKA, he's over all of us right now. <laughs> right. He's trying to get back to his bear claw. Period. Oh, and then, it's like a drinking out of the bottle. And, uh, no, niggas, niggas, out. niggas was trying to hit my phone as soon as we started recording, so I had to put my shit Oh, on. yep. Let me go ahead. D&D. Yeah, let me do that too. It's, Dave, that sound like you in the other room. Yeah, FYI. you sound like you're underwater. For real? I might, I might mm-hmm. just take the headphones off. Yeah, I think it'd probably yeah. be better. Oh. It's given. Oh, I'm yeah. about to die. <laughs> yeah, why are you? Why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> we got. What's good, everybody? It's sincerely C. Danny, aka Fateman, aka the Queen of the Sea Hive, aka your favorite's favorite. What's good? <laughs> hey, listen, man. I know, I know, I know. Last week was a real busy for you. You know, you had a lot of autographs and shit to sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. how's the second week going? You know, things have calmed down. Um. You know, they kind of leveled out. You feel me? Um, people, you know, I, I stepped out today. I went to Target and I had a couple of people stop me and say, hey, aren't, aren't you? <laughs> and I said, indeed, indeed, indeed I indeed. am. Indeed I am. You take your, take um, your, like, nah. take your pictures now. Before <laughs> Listen, I actually, I won't take pictures right now because I kind of look, you know, <laughs> these edges, unpresentable, these edges. period. <laughs> I still, you know, I've been rocking this scarf because I'm not taking these braids out until they say that. We are allowed to be free. So right now I'm giving. We jamming, we jamming, we jamming, we jamming, we jamming, we jamming. But it's cool. Um, but no, but seriously, I did like I was kidding about the whole people walking up to me. But I did have somebody, like a homegirl of mine, uh, like tag me or mention me in, in a comment on somebody's post. They did like a happy birthday something for somebody. And the woman like used the my mix for the happy birthday like post or That's whatever. It. And so yeah. I went to, here's the thing though, it, it really humbled me very fast because I went to like the comment and it wouldn't let me heart it. So I'm trying to figure out like what happened. So I'm trying to heart it, trying to heart it, trying to heart it. Come to find out the woman deleted the post. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the even worse part. She deleted the post, but then she reposted the video with the regular <gasps> song. Oh, that's hilarious. Disrespectful. So, I mean, but it was real cute because at first you could hear like the Sincerely C-Mix. I was like, yes! Uh-oh. I don't know. And Wait, then hold it on. was hips TikTok when I did. It was regular. Uh, I was Ethan long. can't be heard right now. Okay. Just FYI. I don't know if you... Can he, uh, be, we can't... can he be kicked out and put back in? Yeah, let me try to do that. Well, y'all tell keep talking to, while I try to... to I mean, we could just... We could probably just... Can't you edit this out? Not... <laughs> 
I'm crying because I don't have nothing else to say. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, it was it was an interesting situation, I guess. Well, Danica, you tell us what's going on. Girl? Um, nothing much, just same old, same old. Um, got my kids back this week. Can so. y'all niggas hear me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You can just put it. Can y'all niggas hear me? I was doing big talking. You still sound far away, man. My bad. I was doing big talking over here because I was like, nigga, you're in Target getting autographs, not Walmart. You're in motherfucking Target. No, baby, I'm bougie. Okay, period. Hey, listen, she shot where Michelle shop at. You feel me? Period. Because I'm becoming. Okay. It's it's giving becoming. (laughs) Well, on that note, I was going to finish what I was saying, but now I don't know. No, please do. It's it's Nathan's fault. Finish. Um, No, because you need to tell people about this um, this, uh, uh, drag race y'all about to have. Oh, yeah. So I get my kids back this week, and uh, me and my little sister have been kind of talking about what we want to do just since we're stuck in the house and we in the house board. So we've watched a fuckload of drag race, which I talked about this like weeks ago, but we're finally at the final season, the season that's actually airing right now. So what 12 seasons and three, 11 seasons and three all-star seasons, we made it. Um, but we are planning on doing makeup on the girls and there are two drag queens specifically that actually have like a show together and they're like BFFs. And it's Katia and Trixie Mattel. So we've decided that we're going to do one of them as Katia and the other as Trixie. And then I bought wigs that kind of fit the the bill for each of them. <laughs> so I'm excited to see these little girls in these big ass blonde wigs looking a whole mess with all this makeup on their face. Like it's going to be fucking phenomenal. So stay tuned for that because I will be posting pictures for them to be embarrassed about into their teenage years. <laughs> yeah, Danica's babies are the only two people that I stand currently <laughs> because they are the funniest children I've ever They're seen. They're just little life. gumby children, just little noodles just flopping all over the place. It's so great. Like <laughs> I got so much feedback. I posted a video last last night or yesterday of them dancing to make it jingle on just dance. I, and I got some feedback about these babies twerking and you know what you got to start sometime and it better be it's it's best that it starts at home if if, if we're gonna go there but one of my kids is just so so damn <laughs> somebody got canceled for saying that earlier. some one of them is real stiff and she looks like she's doing zumba terribly and then Kaylin is like, it's she showing it like, and no, I, am, I am not, I'm not with it. I'm not, but like at the same time, I'm like, that sounded it so did, bad. It did, it did, but she, she has a little more, she's a little more fluid movement of her body. It was a little more, she's a little loose compared to her sister who literally dances like a plank of wood with joints on it. So <laughs> it's funny, it's funny to see the differences, but, uh, they're they're a mess. So they're definitely they're definitely entertaining while while yeah. they're here. I'm glad I'm glad that they're they're home. So I can... a plank of wood. Yeah, that's, that's it. Hilarious. Just like that's just fucking, just just moving ever so slightly, stiff as hell. But yeah, they're they're fun to be around most of the time. I know they I usually talk shit about them, but they they're kids, and I miss them most of the time. But they ate all my damn cherries, so right now I'm irritated with them. Okay. <laughs> Nathan, what's popping, my G? Hey man, you know me. I'm over, I'm over here. I got the second laptop open, so I, I'm I'm low key like you know checking out which I was talking about earlier before we hopped on this podcast, looking through these marriage uh, statistics. But other than that, I haven't been doing mm. too much. Just uh, shit, I've been in the gym, low key. You know what I mean? I, I got the gym at my crib and in the basement, so I just been on that. So 
whenever they open up this the city back up, I'm gonna be out here full force. You know what I mean? Come on, come on, Luscious Legs. Yes. Hey, Luscious Legs and Uncanny, be out here. Go, Is boy. There... What up? What up, Renee? Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm on one today. I definitely have my little kind of my Harris Peter liquor store, whatever this is from, pineapple wine and pineapple juice. So I'm a little bit on one today. But go ahead. What's good to you? I'll be, be good, man. They got their Peloton in this week, so I've been riding my ass this tour. Okay. Um, but outside of that, man, life is good. You know, I'm trying to get that man. thing sitting up, him. riding that bike. Hey. Yeah, Toot that, that hey, leg up. Oh, hey, hey, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be out here with the rap ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting. They're going to be cat calling yeah. you, my dude. Hey, listen. I, hey, listen. Hey, big boo. Just be respectful. Hey, hey, <laughs> just hey, just be respectful. Yes, sir. I'll be like, yo, you can say it, but take the bass out. Like, you ain't got to come out all aggressive. <laughs> but yeah, but I just been cooling this week. I ain't going to hold you, man. Like like I said, I don't be doing too much work. I've just been, you know, just bullshitting around really for my 40 hours of the weekend. Just really try and enjoy this time, man. That's that's my biggest thing, like I said, every week. Just enjoying this time that I can try to be safe. But really just using this time to reset and, and uh, revitalize. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. But Renee, you mentioned um, a person that, or somebody said something that was wild this week and you wanted to talk oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, let's, get it, let's, let's talk about it real quick. Um, obviously, we know uh, a rapper by the name of Boosie. Um, <laughs> He's he's known he's known to say uh, things here and there that kind of get the internet talking. But this week, I feel, this past week, I feel like he uh, he said something that really crossed the line. I think it was extremely inappropriate. It, it's actually disturbing. Um, so I kind of just want to talk about it a little bit. Uh, Boosie came out this week and said that um, he has paid strippers to perform sexual acts on his son at the tender age of twelve and thirteen. Um, essentially, he's saying that. He'd rather it happen in a controlled environment and they get their first experience out the way with someone that I believe he said it, it quote, season. Okay. Um, obviously, he got dragged through the everlasting mud for this, but I, I kind of want to get y'all takes, and not necessarily your takes on what he said, but uh, kind of your takes on what you think it goes through it, went through his mind when not only did he do it, but then when he repeated it. Idiocy? You know, are there any. Uh, is, I think the key is that nothing right. went through his it's mind. It's just a blank. It's just a blank space. Yeah, and and I, I I really do believe. I mean, honestly, and it sounds really bad, but I believe that there are genuinely people who are ignorant and just say anything that comes to their mind, um, no matter what, like no matter the repercussions that could potentially yeah. come behind it. Like they just talk, just one to hear themselves talk, and two. I honestly, genuinely believe that he believes that everything he says yeah. makes sense. That it was perfectly fine. And it's not to speak about... I don't, I don't want to say it is his... Because, I mean, I feel like when it comes to parenting and things like that, and just some people in general, I say it all the time, like, people are some of their experiences. Um, and... But when it comes to parenting, I just believe, I mean, I don't necessarily have um, a specific frame of reference, but I do have a brother that's under the age of 10. Like, he's still a kid, you know what I'm saying? And, like, 
so th- there's a, a level of responsibility that I have for another child or, you know, whatever. So I don't know. I just feel like, although you, you know, you may have these specific experiences, there's at some point you want better for your child and you want them to have the, as long as they're a child, you want them to be as innocent as they possibly can for as yeah. long as they possibly can. Um, you know, not necessarily shielding them from the world. I was just having a conversation with my aunt the other day about um, my younger cousin and how, you know, she's seven, but, you know, as she just gets older, she wants to make sure that she keeps a lot of communication open with her. And, you know, she's open and honest about the things that really happen in the world, but at the same time, she doesn't want to steal away her innocence. And I feel like he, being Boosie, does not care about that and does not understand the importance and, and how malleable the mind of a five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve year old is. Like the things that that happen to them now are going to shape their experiences later. And it to me is going to be a representation of how this little boy treats women moving forward, how he treats authority moving forward, how he treats people that are older than him. You know what I'm saying? Like there to me there are just so many different pieces. And I think he I mean, clearly he doesn't understand, care to think about those specific things. He's, like I said, ignorant as Jax. When you said said that you want to keep your child as innocent, as innocent as you can, as long as as you possibly can, that that really stood out to me because I I said it on Twitter, but to me, it's kind of clear that Boosie himself has been through sexual trauma. Um, I mean, to speak about this uh, like, like it's normal, you know, that tells me that you have experienced something similar mm-hmm. or some or other sort of uh, so, so other sort of trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're now trying you know, to normalize to point it. Where, where, yeah, to the point now where you're looking at it like, okay, well, maybe that was supposed mm-hmm. to happen. You know what I mean? So therefore, I want my, my child to experience the same thing. And when you said, like you said, you know, when certain things happen to you as a child, you do lose respect for women, mm-hmm. right? And when you think about it, you kind of see that in Boosie's life. Boosie has a bunch of kids by a bunch of different women. Mm-hmm. We we see how we talk to women on Instagram live, not just with the, the twerking thing, but just in general. Like I've seen him say some really foul things to, to women and people just in general on the internet and the way he speaks about women like they're objects. But if you're 12 and 13 years old and you know you get in a sexual situation with a 30-year-old woman, mm-hmm. you're gonna just view her as that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like you your your mind gets conditioned to think that women are just my sexual objects because I was able to play with one at a young mm-hmm. age. Like I was able to play with GI Joe toys. Mm-hmm. So it, to me, it kind of explains a lot of what's going on. And, um, you know, they, there was also a conversation around just his sexual identity. And I've always said this, I think that Boosie himself has said some really questionable things. I know there was a, there's an interview we had with Vlad where he talked about seeing gay sex in jail and the way he went into detail like that really kind of raised a red flag to me. And I, and I often tell myself, I think Boosie might be, you know, undercover himself mm-hmm. and he hides it in the hyper-masculinity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's above and beyond with everything that he does, especially when he talks about, when he, when he talks about women, mm-hmm. because there's things about himself that he may necessarily be battling just, or be I, confused I think there's about. kind of like, um, there's a disconnect there though. Cause I, like hyper-masculinity shouldn't automatically mean homophobia and misogyny. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's kind of the, mm-hmm. because like, why not? I think that there should be a dissociation because I don't think being hyper masculine should necessarily have a negative connotation. It is what it is. Like, I'm not saying that, that that's actually, but like, I don't see people being super masculine. They don't necessarily have to be 
bigots in, in a shape way or form. You know what I mean? Like it, it, they, they're not synonymous to me. I understand what you're saying. And I, and I, I, I do actually agree. I just don't think that they, I don't think that they should have that same, like they, they, they shouldn't carry the same weight. It's just one of those things. But I, I, I do agree with you. I think that he clearly, I don't know about his, his personal life, obviously. So when I, so when I think, when I, when I define the word hypermasculinity and the way that I think men use it versus the way that women use it, we use it in a way where it's saying we're going to extreme with everything manly because we don't want to be put in a bucket where we can be considered anything other than and what I we define yeah, no, as I a man. That. I, I so that's the way I agree with you. What I'm saying is that there should mm-hmm. be, at some point, there should be a separation. Like being hypermasculine and all about being a man should not necessarily mean that you are mm-hmm. doing things that are considered hateful to prove that. You know what I mean? Like I feel like there should be a point where hypermasculinity should not be synonymous with being homophobic, transphobic, and misogynist. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not that it's not true. I just don't think that that should be the the equation. Does that make sense? It probably doesn't. No, I- Okay, I never actually articulated it. You're talking, you're talking. No, I, no, no, I hear you. I just think I that think we should start using right. a different it word should, for but it. But to me, I that's like, start, that's like perfect use, world. Like, call them what they are. Call, call him a homophobe. Call him a, call him a misogynist. Call him the, all the things that are actually what is wrong with him. Being masculine is not something that I think is wrong. And I think that's, that's the association that, that that carries. You know what I mean? So what I want mm-hmm. to say, and like, obviously this is just my take, but being masculine, like I said, is not wrong. If he's a homophobe, it shouldn't be with him being super masculine and being like, you know, comfortable in his space. It should be just he is he's doing things wrong and he's saying things that are wrong because he has some kind of insecurity about it. Okay, fine, whatever. It's just yeah, it's just the way I get what you're saying. Like and like I was saying, like I don't disagree with you. I think that it's one of those things where he is he is covering something up and he is he is projecting onto now his sons. And the thing is, is like. I think what, from what I understand, his intent behind it is to make sure that his son knows what a woman is like being with a woman, like being what a woman is, what it's like and and what it feels like. So he doesn't think otherwise, like as far as like being gay or wanting to explore his sexuality in in some kind of way. But the thing is, it's like, it's crazy to me because just like what Caitlin was saying, and even what you were saying, my kids are still very much so kids. And I, and I am like, I don't try to shelter my Mm -hmm. kids, but I don't give them access to things that could expose them to stuff that they're not ready to see and that I would rather them not see. We have plenty of mm-hmm. conversations about their bodies, like as far as like sex is concerned, they know like highlight, like, you know, I, we haven't gotten into like the full blown thing yet. But like, I do think that it's one of those things where I try to keep my kids kids and I couldn't imagine putting my children in a situation in which, you know, I am essentially like being a proponent of pedophilia that shit's wild to me why would i want to do that to make sure that one of my kids is not mm-hmm. gay and then probably maybe anyway like you know like what what the fuck like that just doesn't make any sense to me because right. you're like just like you said like that's trauma and then that's going to shape that kid's entire life male or female like we all know about so many stories that people having been molested when they were younger like younger younger kids and and into like their early like you know, they're preteen and, and early teen years or even maybe even further than that. And the kind of fucking impact that that has on their relationships and, and their own comfortability for the rest of their lives. 
I've watched. Yo, do y'all watch my six hundred pound life? Yo, I would no. Like, I just started. Rachel really started getting into that joint. I'll say probably within the last year, and I and I kid you not, I will say, when you watch that show, when they talk about their backstory, mm-hmm. I would say a good ninety percent of the people that are on that show have been molested. Mm-hmm. Like not like it's it's like every episode when they talk about the reason why they ate, like yeah, the reason it's a coping why mechanism. they turned to food for mechanism. comfort. Fam, mm-hmm. Like that shit had opened up my eyes, and you know I never thought about that. I never thought that like, you know, food could be a way to comfort yeah. you during that type of like what you've experienced that type of trauma. But when you watch that show and you hear these stories, like I hear some of the most like the most vile stories. Like there was one particular story I heard on there that shit made me sick to my stomach. The way she described what was going on with her. And then you listen, then you watch next week, the following week's episode, and it's like a similar story. And it, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's and crazy, I just, right? it, I it's think just, what's more disappointing, wild. like, yeah, of course, Boozy is one person, right? And he feels however he wants to feel, and he does whatever he wants to do with his family and his nephews and whatever. However, there are people that still uh, subscribe to that same that same thought process, and that is truly mm-hmm. what scares me mm-hmm. because it's not, it's, it's, mm-hmm. even though it's maybe not as many people as it could be there's enough people that follow that same kind of thought process and then either mm-hmm. yeah the and they either enable it or they ignore it and that's the same thing and, it, and i hate mm-hmm. to say it it's one of those mm-hmm. things especially in the black community that a lot of those things are kind of like swept under the rug you don't really pay a lot of attention to it and it's i just don't want that to be mm-hmm. like something that's perpetuated through generations like luckily most of the most of the ignorance, a lot of the ignorance, I won't say most of it, a lot of the ignorance is dying. There are a lot, of, like those generations are slowly but surely like they're dying and I'm not sad about it. But like, <laughs> I just don't want the new generations, especially like these younger, like these younger men, like not our generation, but like, you know, like the Gen Zs, like the the early, early 20s, late, late teens, like that, those kids are now shaping those same misogynistic type of fucking views and placing it like in their brain to then pass on to their generation. And that shit is frightening. But one thing, one thing that we got to do too, though, but we can't just make of it course. all on men too, because there's tons and tons of examples of older women, older women coming on to younger, mm-hmm. younger men. You know what I'm saying? Like, Aunt, your auntie's friends and your mother's mm-hmm. friends. Like, oh, you? How old are you now? Oh, you look like it's, it, it, it's the it, thing it as well. It's on both sides. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, I think that we only sometimes highlight just mm-hmm. the men. When, when I mean, if you think if you think about the women that are partaking in this specific thing, you know, specifically speaking about the whole Boosie situation, like it's not like they were held at gunpoint and was like, "Do this," you know what I'm saying? So they made a choice to do it He's as well. Cracked. So. They are just as responsible as he is because he could easily, they could easily yeah, and say. I, in that same breath, though, I also know a lot of those yeah. women have also probably been assaulted in some shape, way, or form. So just as that was given for a disclaimer right. for Boozy, quote unquote, like that is also probably the case mm-hmm. for these women who right. are succumbing to these type of acts, you know, like, but that's, that's not a justification Everybody. To, to, to molest a child. Like, I, right. I'm not with that shit at all. I, I do not mm-hmm. think that that's okay. And the fact that this man had the audacity to get on a fucking public platform and say that shit like it was okay. as easy as him talking about making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with absolutely no conviction mm-hmm. and no kind of fucking shame. That's the problem. Because why do you think that that's OK? Mm-hmm. Like y- yeah. you should be whether yeah. or not like this is one of those things that I, I kind of like have preached about as well, like 
Y'all niggas have resources. You have access. You could become more educated. You choose not to be. Mm-hmm. So even in that same in that same vein of being ignorant, you have the capability of not being ignorant. And you've done fucked up shit in the past mm-hmm. and have been dragged for it. So what the fuck makes you think that you can do this again about children? Yeah. The wild thing is if the shoe was on the other foot, man, that shit and would... That, that would if he had a daughter. That would never yeah. happen if he was a daughter. And was like, yo, I'm under. And uh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's... Or if it was his daughter. Right. Well, exactly. But he so, ain't having no because it's one of those right. things with the whole right. like purity of a woman versus a man. But I mean... Right. 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 My thing is, my thing is just to, once again, I think that you know him and people that think that way is just odd to me. It's just a weird like obsession with growing up kids and boys faster than they than they need to, and that just that doesn't make sense. And I think some some of it is part of society, right? Because we do know that society looks at black kids, in particular black men, older than they should be, and they ex- they expect us to act a certain way by the time we're fucking ten. But at the end of the day, the things that you control are that. Why would you want your child to advance himself sexually right. at an age when he doesn't even understand what what puberty is? You don't even understand what what you know. You don't you don't have like a sense of responsibility. You don't know what comes along because sex ain't just sex. There's so many things that could happen from the actual act of sex, and you at a such at a tender age, you don't even understand what STDs are. You don't understand. What is what it, what the responsibility are but if you have to raise another mm-hmm. child? Like, so why are you forcing this 12 and 13, 14 year old in a position where yeah. they can be and literally it's, and it's using sex for the rest of their life? Make right. people come to well, these kids specifically to come to their the, a realization about their sexuality. But that's one of those things, like, but but why are you why, why are you fucking developed it? That's the big that's the biggest fucking the question. Place. Why? Oh, more importantly, why do we think that sex is going to mature a child? It doesn't. No, it absolutely doesn't. Because it go doesn't. Go ahead, Dayton. You can have all... Hold on, y'all. Go ahead, <laughs> have, has, has something to say for the past nah. 10 minutes. He's like... I'm only listening because, I mean, we're we're talking about Boosie here. Boosie is the same nigga that was talking about Dwayne. I didn't even want to touch on this because um, you dumb. know how the fuck I feel about right. that. Right, so, yeah, yeah, but but what I'm saying is, it's like for for me, this is how I approach these situations, man. And I don't know about y'all, but it's like listening to Boosie. I I know what I'm going to get from Boosie. I I at this point, I expect this level of I can't even call it ignorance because, like Caitlin was saying, he fully believes this shit. I mean, judging off of his his repeated comments and his consistent comments from Dwayne Wade's daughter to to his comments now about his son. And, and everything that has happened on in his life, because his life has been very public, I'm not even surprised. You know, the the good thing, the issues are, are what y'all hitting on. Like, why are we sexualizing children? You know, why why are other people still having these same ideals? And why aren't children allowed to live their childhood? I think the real answer to all of that is, like, no matter what, no matter if it's sex, no matter if it's other situations, a lot of children these days aren't allowed to live out their full childhood, and and it, it's if if it's not them dealing with sex, it's them dealing with with other issues. Maybe you know they're being bullied some type of way, or you know they maybe they're not in a good environment. Or it, it, there's there's always some factors that people have to contend with. But when it comes to sex, I mean that's like the that's like the worst form of manipulation. And honestly, my personal opinion is that. 
it it may push his son to be. It's not gay. it's not a push though. It's, it, not, it's like <laughs> no, no. I, I, I'm, 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 yeah, but it's that, just the wrong phrasing. I get yeah, what like, you're I'm, saying. I'm not, yeah, my my bad with the phrasing, but like that. You don't. You don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know like, what other way you yeah, say. Yeah, it. I mean, it. how would you say? It? But, but, well, it may influence his son to explore his sexuality more than that is a better like way of phrasing. I appreciate that. Like yeah. So like, so, so, you know, Boosie, his whole intention is to make right. sure his son is straight, make sure his son likes women. Well, if you're at a young age and, and let's, you know, you you don't, you, you feel that like women are molesting you or you just don't connect with it. Your your natural response that I don't want to say natural. Your a response to that could be you turning to get pleasure from men, or you know the same sex because you've already experienced what you consider trauma yeah. from women. Right. You could, you could you could feel as if yeah. you've been taken. And I can, I can understand that. of by the opposite sex. Yeah, like my, yeah. My, I just, my, my I just don't want to be yeah, like a proponent of like that whole like you choose to be. Yeah, like. Make yeah, but I mean, the, the thing is, is that I think it's going to influence his son to, like I said, explore his sexuality more, especially if his son or these younger kids look at it and consider right. it trauma. Because that, that, that's what, that's a kid's response. When they touch fire and they don't like fire, they go grab yeah. ice. You know what I mean? Like, they, they always try the opposite mm-hmm. thing. So, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, this whole Boosie conversation, it's, it's honestly funny to me because it's fucking Boosie. You know, the, the only thing I listen to Boosie for, he got bomb-ass water. Oh, Jesus, that, I forgot about the water. He, uh, for. <laughs> yeah, he got, he got bomb-ass water that he promotes for. Um, and he got some 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 bomb-ass uh, cup of noodles that he be selling. I was about to say his breath next fire, <laughs> yeah, too. That, that, that's, that's it. <laughs> oh, they're so man, good. Uh, that ranch? The motherfucking Migos rap snacks good, too. So like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's yeah, man. They, obviously, the the thing about it is though, he's going to he's I think he's he just signed to get his own show, so like he's going to have his own show. Yeah, and and that, that'll be that. But I get what I, you're I saying, and I I I just I, I I agree with you. Like I don't I I don't not like on a different page. It's just like why are we allowing this kind of behavior? And I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Is like yes we're not surprised, right? Like this is something that like he has, he has a rapport of being really problematic. My thing is, is like, yeah. just because you're not surprised by it doesn't mean that you can't be disappointed. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't encourage that person to do better. And I think that applies to any and everybody, not just this, this one individual. And that, and I think that's something that we have to kind of come together as a community to do. And, and like, like kind of like he got, he got dragged because he fucking deserved it. That's 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 weird, but also how, this is how I look at it, you know. And I'm I'm a full proponent of you know help out each other. And but it applies. If I say the word proponent one more, <laughs> no, day, but that's I'm the word that applies. Yo, y'all gonna have to find another word. I'm an advocate for you know helping out your community. And look, you know, I need you to go ahead and go back other. to your ESOL classes but, before you worry about my vocabulary. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> I be feeling for. He wants you to say I be feeling. Jesus for. Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm an advocate for building up my community, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to take on the responsibility for encouraging stupidity or, or, or encouraging someone who literally chooses the stupid route. If you choose ignorance, if you choose stupidity, fine. You stay over there 
until your pathway, your experiences push you and influence you to become more educated than where you are. I'm living my life. I'm going to rock with who? I'm going to rock with y'all. I'm going to rock with people who are smart, who are intelligent, who give a fuck about their life. Because at the end of the day, I can't save all billions of stupid motherfuckers. But when I, what I can do is decrease the stress for myself and hang around the community that I think will uplift me and uplift the people around yeah, me I, to make us better. To be honest, I mean, look, there's going to be a, there are a lot yeah. of boosties in the world, like y'all are saying. But I have, I don't know, well, maybe it's just because I have you know, kids. Like, I have yeah. girls. I have, I have daughters. So yeah. my thing is, is that these people who are pushing these on these little boys, those little boys will ultimately yeah. be at some point, one, one, mm-hmm. at one point in their lives, they will be around boys like that. And it will be something like right. this over-sexualized you know, probably a little bit older at that point, hopefully, but these over-sexualized kids that then will be in the presence of my kids. Mm-hmm. And that's why I worry about it because obviously I'll do my due diligence as I can as a parent, yeah. but that, that I only can influence, but so much. So I think of it on the scale of, I have a responsibility in my community to be able to, excuse me, Renee, advocate, not be a proponent of necessarily, um, to, to like, right say like hey <laughs> i'm gonna call out this i'm gonna do what i can because i feel a certain responsibility because it's not just a responsibility for me it's a responsibility for my kids and for the, all of the, their peers you know and that's just something that i do and i think it it mainly has to do with the fact of me being an empath like i feel what they feel so because i also was and maybe caitlin can i don't know what her experience is and i don't know what y'all's experience was but like i was over sexualized as a young a young girl so I don't want by by kids either my age or older. So I don't want I don't want that to be their experience mm-hmm. if I can do my part now to hopefully help kids in their generation not necessarily have to think that way. Yeah, I mean, I know sure. I feel that. I agree. I agree. I think I think one of the the best thing you can do, you know, and, and this is something that like my parents really pushed on me. They always used to tell me, just because your friends or somebody else is going to jump off the cliff, don't mean you got to jump with them. Like, that's literally every day they would tell me that. And they were literally just pushing in the mindset of, you follow your own path. You do what's right. You know what's right and what's wrong. Do it and follow that. And and from Mm -hmm. that, I think, like we, we were saying before in previous episodes, it all starts at home. So, you know, the more you influence your children, because you you won't be able to teach every every one of their peers, but your children will be able to teach them because they are the ones right. communicating with them as well. So that that's that's how you communicate through them, yeah. which is great, you know. Mm-hmm. It's well, no, still fun. I mean, still you know, Boosie, like though. yo, just let just let Boosie, hey, let yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's still fun, Boosie. Let let Boosie drop the hit. Yeah, you know I mean? all right. You know, I listen to the beats and all that shit. He signed a lot of Baltimore artists, so I like that. But yeah, R. Kelly did a lot of music out. too. But we see where he's at. Same, same thing, just different. Hey, just different yeah. Same exact shit, different. Just a different pair of shoes. Facts, 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 facts. I mean, there. Like I said, there's a lot of snakes out here. You know, one thing I've learned is that in the jungle, you gotta be able to <laughs> walk among snakes. That's it. You gotta be able to walk. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> 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 
the king is the king of analogies. What the heck? When did we go to uh, freaking Zimbabwe? <laughs> I'm on. What just happened? Oh, fuck. That's wild. Uh huh. Anyway. Well, well, speaking about uh childhood oh, yeah. and sexuality, man, did your parents have the burden of restart with you? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, really? I never oh, had yeah, Hell no. No, I told y'all the one time, the one time that we even had a slight conversation, it was two. No, I had two. One time, I was like, I think I was like nine or ten. I was like peeing the bed for oh, like, like a week for dreams? some odd reason. My dad thought I was having night. night uh, what's that shit called? Um, oh, wet dreams. dreams. So he tried to have a conversation with me. Yeah, he was like, do you know what's going on? <laughs> with the life. Like, I remember he sat me down on the steps and shit. I was like, nigga, I'm just peeing myself. I'm like, I'm be trying. I just don't get up to pee. <laughs> I'm just a proponent just of laying like, in the bed and not going to the toilet. Yeah. You had no, I'm, and you were I'm, pro- you were, I'm a proponent of that warmth and then I realized, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I, I like I, it felt nope. good. Like I remember specifically, well, I think you? I thought I was using the bathroom, but then I realized I was using the bathroom. But anyway, <laughs> that was the one time, and I really literally was, and that's the one time. And then the second time, I already told y'all that one time where uh, I was in elementary school, and then my like I was in the line, and I used and I pushed that boy hand to touch the girl butt, and my mom and I got in trouble. My mom beat the shit out of me, dog. Like that was probably my worst. That was probably my you worst asshole forever. And ever since then, like I remember, like I remember, you know that whole. I remember, yo, don't be touching girls' butts. Don't don't even think about it. Don't even look at it. And yeah, that's it. But outside of that, I've never had the birds and the bees. So I always joke around and say my mom probably, my mom look at me like <laughs> I'm still the virgin Aww. son. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, like uh, nah, I've never had that the talk. I, and I also think that's like a foreign thing. Like it, sex is still taboo in, in Latin America and in the Caribbean. That's something that you don't even talk yeah. about like publicly in a marriage, let alone mm-hmm. with your kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. I feel like, you know, I would definitely do it, um, especially, you know, the day and age where I'll be mm-hmm. raising kids and you definitely got to give your kids a heads up on what's going on in life because at the end of the day, you know, we've seen yeah a lot, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've witnessed a lot when it comes to sex, you know, at a very, very young age. Not a, not, not like directly, but what I'm saying, I, I see what happens when you do get yourself um, involved mm-hmm. in sex at a young age. Um, I remember there was a girl that uh, that I knew, she got she was pregnant wow. like this was great. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Maybe. yeah. And, uh, you know, to, to have, you know, that that is such a young age to have something like that mm. taken away from you and having, yeah. like, that responsibility of raising a child in the sixth grade. Like, that's fucking mind-blowing to me. You know, so I think it's important that we have those conversations with kids and let them know, like, it's very real out here. And these, mm-hmm. these are the consequences. Um, You know, ultimately, you want your ch- children to make the best choice. But at the end of the day, if you can steer them in the direction, of making that good choice, mm-hmm. then I'm going to do that. And luckily for me, I wasn't out here doing no wild shit. I yeah. still knew what was right and was wrong because ultimately I knew what was acceptable right. in my house, whatever that may be. It was like a blanket thing, nigga. Don't yeah. do this. Don't bring this shit into my house. Yeah. And and things are going to be good. Then. But yeah, ultimately, now I never right, had a birthday. That's exactly how I was. Well, to an extent, my mom um, was very, my mother and I are very close. And to an extent, like now that I've gotten a little bit older, there are certain things that like, not that I won't tell her, but, like, I feel more comfortable sharing with, you know, my other squad of women um, who are around me or whatever, who can provide, you know, insight, whatever. But anyway, like, my mother and I, like I said, have been really close. And I remember it was, like, maybe I before that, I was going to say, like, right around the, the time when I started, like, my cycle. And so and you like need, that, that you need to mom, know. Like, like okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can actually start to, yeah, like, you could actually have a child now, sis. Um, 
Um, but it was even before that. Like my mother always made it a point. There was I don't yeah. know if y'all are familiar with um American Girl dolls, but um American Girl used yeah. to have this book called The Body Book. And the body book talked about everything. It talked about boobs and pubic hair and sweat and periods and just all that stuff. And so my mom was like big on making sure that like I understood all of those little elements. Um and with that obviously comes the conversation about you know, the birds and the bees or sex or whatever the case may be. Um, and then on top of that, just to kind of piggyback off of Renee, in a sense, I did have who's washing machine. <laughs> um, I don't know. But anyway, I heard, um, I, heard, I heard it. Y'all heard it, right? Y'all I, heard I, it? Definitely, I definitely heard it. Yes, that's exactly it. what it is. This is a lawnmower. It's okay. a nigga lawnmower outside. <laughs> Oh, okay. Like, who's... Yeah, the neighbor, the neighbor out there came. Right? That nigga got um, a strong ass long. Right. Okay. He got a Corvette. <laughs> well, I'm in, I'm in the basement, so I'm got on the you. same level as the, uh, as the, got you. as the long. Um, but yeah, like, just speaking of like having in having experience with or being kind of connected to the whole like sex situation. Obviously, I was cool as a kid but um my cousin um I remember watching her like going through like her whole like teen pregnancy thing um and she had like kids almost back to back to back to back back. so that was kind of for me like yeah nah I'm good like oh you I'm good no sense Mm -hmm. I'm okay like I'm okay no it's fine (laughs) but um but that was really it and then my father never really had the conversation with me like at all but I think maybe it's diff- more daughters, difficult for men yeah. to have the conversation with women or with you know their daughters um especially if they're not that close with them because with me to this day my dad thinks I'm 12 you know what I mean like he sees me as a 12 year old kid um and the only thing he'll ever say to me is yeah don't bring home no bills and don't bring home no babies all right dad thanks that's the talk that's, that's the black dad but, but is it <laughs> you know but like, is it weird it, to like kind of desire no, as a so. daughter to kind of desire more yeah. Like my guy, like I, I want to be able to, I want to be able to come to no. you like this nigga, ain't shit, yeah. bro. Like, can we have a conversation about it? like you know what I mean? I mean that's that's outside of the whole sex. It's a certain level of oh, a certain really level able to like okay, that you're dad, looking for. Did you have a and being able to feel that comfortable? Yeah. Right, exactly. And I think to me that's important. Yeah, and to yeah. me that's important. And like just thinking future wise, like whoever I have children with, um, prayerfully I am married to them. And like we're able to not just—I'm just saying. Um, keep, period. Keep playing, man. Keep period. Period. I ain't say no names. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, seriously. Like, um, I would just want to have that, be able to have that conversation as a group. You know what I mean? As a family. But at the same time, like, I want if it's, if it's daughters, if it's sons, it doesn't matter. I want yeah. each of us to be able to have our own individual conversations. So that way they're able to understand perspective because a woman's perspective of, hey, son, hey, daughter, like this is, you know, kind of the expectation of the house. But also this is the expectation that you have of yourself at the same time without, you know, like being too hard on yourself or being yourself. Like, because this one right here knows exactly what it feels like. But at the same time, having some sort of understanding. And then my husband being able to say the same thing, like, look, your pops might have been a rolling stone a little bit or. I made right. sure that I mm-hmm. myself in a way so that, you know what I mean, things wouldn't happen. So I think it's important to have the conversation. I tell people all the time that, like, who have kids that are younger, 
like do not be do not shy away from having conversations yeah. with children because children understand things a lot yeah. more than people think that they do and they give them credit for it and I say that because <laughs> yes, <cut the> grass. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah now, now yeah. I now I can really hear that um, shit but I only say that to say that, like, I was that kid where, like, even to this day, again, my parents, my, my dad thinks I'm still 12. Like, so he tiptoes around having conversations. And I'm like, bro, like, first of all, as a 12-year-old, we could have had that conversation. You know what I mean? You may have had to cut a couple of corners, but I'm not stupid. Like, I see what's going on. I see what's happening. I see, you know what I mean? And kids yeah. understand and Absolutely. they know, again, a lot more than people give them credit for. And they're not yeah. dumb. Children, just because you're a child does not mean you're stupid does not mean you don't know, you don't understand. And there's a way to have a conversation with a child without, again, yep. um, sacrificing their innocence, but still respecting them and treating them as the small They're not just children. They they're, are. Actually, they're not they're people. just this. Right. Yeah. yeah, they're they're people. They're people. And also, too, like, we also, one thing we got to factor in is, like, all of our parents are probably roughly the same age. And, like, they grew up in a whole different world than we did. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to, like, access like let's keep it real the majority of our lives when we turn on the tv you can see a sex scene Where? or you can hear a show talking about sex or you know what i mean like even when you get into things like homosexuality like we're far more comfortable with that that doesn't have to be in the closet like it like it mm. was before so i think it's really important for us where we have like this just a little bit more sense of like openness and freedom and like the ability to kind of choose things a lot more than our parents did is important for us to make sure that we had the conversation with our kids. Yeah. So I like, even have this conversation. Like I don't fault my parents for not talking about it because I know yeah. their parents did it. You know what I'm saying? But now that now that I have like society has made things so much more comfortable for yeah. us, like we absolutely should have the conversation with our kids absolutely. at the right time. You know what I mean? Like it's not something that I know I well, want to be talking about kids about at five, <laughs> but I'm not gonna wait till right. they're seventeen right. either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I don't what? I don't know if I'm gonna have the conversation with my kid. I think I think my parents did it the right way, honestly. Um my parents never had a conversation with any of us. They didn't have a and it's, it's two two boys and, and uh two girls. They didn't have a conversation with us. They, the one good thing that I think y'all hit on was that they treated us like people from the get-go, like, and that's the thing I think a lot of people miss out on, like, they get caught up in the, the parent and child relationship of being like, oh, you have to be obedient to me, or, you know, I'm sharing with you my experiences, but my parents did a very good job of not projecting, but rather educating me. And, and making sure that I have the tools to educate myself as well. So, and I can say that that's the same for my siblings as well. And I have two younger sisters the same way. And we've never, we've never done anything outside of the box. As a matter of fact, I'm probably the one that has gone the most outside of the box in terms of like exploration and stuff. But still, everyone knows like how um, cautious I am with my decision making. You know, I, I have to have a lot of, I have to have enough information before I make a decision. But my parents, they were very, like, I go to my parents for everything. You know, uh, my dad and my mom, like, I can talk to my dad about men. I can talk to my dad about girls. I can talk to my mom about the same issues. And most of the time, I talk to them both at the same time in the same room. So, like, I just have, I, and, and it's like that for all of our, all of my siblings. Like, we have that special relationship with our parents where they didn't focus, they didn't sit down and talk about, like, 
okay, this is what a guy has. This is what a girl has. It's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. hey, everyone's a person. Treat people as people. Treat them with respect. Treat them, treat them like, you know, uh, the golden rule. You know, treat them as you would want to be treated. And that's what they led with. They, they never really gave mm-hmm. me that d- differentiation between like, oh, this is how you treat a woman or this is how you treat a man. It was like, no, if you want to be respectful, hold your door for everyone. You know, uh, mm-hmm. say please to everyone. And and as a child, know when to speak. That that's that's a great thing. Even now, like listening for me, it's so easy because my parents literally always taught me know when to speak. Only speak when spoken to. And that's even beyond being a child. You know, different things like that. And if people are calling you out of your name, you don't have to speak to them. So I, I don't I don't know if I, I I will have that conversation with my child. I'm going to focus a lot more on the relationship that I have with my children to make sure that in those moments when they do have questions or if they want to have conversations, I pick up the phone and I call my parents. My parents are the first people I call in those situations, not my friends, you know, not not anyone else. And it and most of the time my parents have never like my parents still don't use cell phones like that. They don't um, they don't watch TV. They don't have those different experiences as I do. But they're wise beyond their years still. And wow. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let this happen real quick. <laughs> hey, now, you can't not, tell not this man to not mow his lawn. <laughs> It really is, and it sounds like it's right next to you. Well, that nigga gets right? It's it's giving nah, white he, meat in this army. I think not. Nah, oh, I, yes, I think I think I think he was swinging that John around to the front row because it like uh, I could hear it got louder. Uh, uh, if you can, if you can hear how. If you could hear no, how loud so it is, like, I, 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 I can't even hear the last part of what David said. It was so fucking loud. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't hear myself. That's why right. it's like you trying to talk. That's no, crazy. But like, I'm about to yell. So, yeah. <laughs> that, yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Well, I mean, you um, did say your parents say speak with folks today. So, it was time to move on for your part. And I do not like there are certain fundamentals that you have to you have to establish with children. And like, I know as a child, my parents started talking to me about sex very early in my life. Um, not not anything explicit, obviously, mm. but like it's just as simple as, you know, let us know, you know, this, okay, hey, you're you're a child, you know, five or six, whatever. If somebody touches you, you need to tell us. Like just as simple as that. No, but I think. I think that that, that oh oh as, see as, I, as I didn't a, think about that as the birth yeah, of the beast conversation. Oh, that's definitely something. It's, it's telling you there is a difference. Of oh, we had that talk. Yeah, we definitely had that talk. Not yeah. normal touching. You know what I mean? And then that that then developed into mm. okay, mm-hmm. like oh, and, facts, and facts, I, I'll facts, say this: facts. like this is also yeah. synonymous with how I have chosen to talk to my kids about about these types of things. With my kids specifically, it was never like. It was never like the stork brings the baby. It was never that type of thing. It was the baby came out of came out of this. Mm-hmm. This is this mm-hmm. is a vagina. Like I have a I have a video of telling Kaylin, like, I don't know who recorded, but it was like she asked me where a baby came from. And I told her, I was like, Well, you came out of my vagina. And she's like, Oh, that's gross. And then just walked away. 
That's literally that's that's literally what she said. And it's just I think that there's a certain <laughs> level of honesty that I want to share with my children mm-hmm. at that age. So they are comfortable with coming mm-hmm. to me and telling me, hey, mommy, mm-hmm. this is going on with my body. Mm-hmm. What does this mean? Hey, mommy, this is what's this. You know, once they get a little older right. and now my oldest mm-hmm. is going through is starting to go through puberty. Right. You help pray for me, please. Like, it's one of those things where I have to make sure that I am a parent that they know that they can come to regardless of the circumstances. I don't want them to feel ashamed. I don't want them to feel guilty. I don't want them to feel insecure about them, their own bodies or the way that they work or anything like that. And as, as little girls, specifically because I was a little girl and I know how I felt about once I got my period, I was, even though my mom had had conversations with me, I was so ashamed that it happened. And I don't want them to feel that way. I can't avoid it happening if it happens, but I want to still establish with them like, hey, you can always come talk to me about it. I harass my kids about it now. Like it's, it's obviously not every day, but I, you know, hey, like this is what Mm -hmm. goes on. Like I'll bring it up casually. So it's one of those things like if I am on my period, I will say something about it. So they then feel like once it's, you know, something that happens for them, that it's something they can talk Mm -hmm. to me about slowly, but surely. They we now it's, it's we now are stepping into the realm of sex mm-hmm. and what that means between that man sense. and woman, woman. You know, like they we're also very like we're very like non like we're, we're family. We're non traditional. Yeah, like we talk about mm-hmm. gay, traditional. We talk about bi. We talk about trans. We talk about all those things in their space. Especially like I've talked to you guys before one of my one of my daughters has a a teacher who's a trans woman so that was a conversation in itself but them being familiar and being comfortable with not just their bodies but other people and their experiences will make it all in my mind and as a parent will make it easier for them to be able to communicate to me what they want what they need and what they're thinking about when the time comes for sex to happen for them my mom at a very young age she told me danny you are at one point, this is going to happen. When it happens, you need to tell me so we can put you on birth control. That was it. That was the conversation. And as soon as it happened, as soon as I lost my virginity, yeah. I went to my mom and I told her. And she did not ask me a single question. She didn't, you know, like, of course, she wanted to make sure, like, hey, like, are you okay? You know, those kinds of things. But my mom immediately took me to the doctor. I had my checkup. I got mm-hmm. put on birth control because that was one thing that I, I knew as a responsibility to not just my mom, but to myself to follow through because I needed to be able to take care of myself. And I want my kids to feel the same way when that time comes. I don't want them to feel ashamed and then have sex behind my back. And then something happen where they either, you know, something to their bodies happens or they have, you know, Mm -hmm. something traumatic. Like I don't want that to be a thing and me not have any idea about it because they don't feel comfortable coming to me about it. So we're just having those conversations now. And I just think that it's very important Mm -hmm. in my, in my opinion, especially with how sexualized children are in this day and age and the exposure that they have to so many different types of things that are not appropriate, not necessarily having gay couples on fucking TV or anything Mm -hmm. like that, but like they have, they have access to YouTube. They have access to the internet. You could easily, you could easily find porn and like explicit shit that they don't necessarily need to see at the age that they're at. I want to be able to provide them with the tools when they come across that to be like, oh, okay, I don't want to see this. I don't, I know what this is. My mom, we talked about this. I don't feel comfortable with this. So I know to leave because when I was a young child, I was exposed to to porn with boys 
and had no idea what was going on. And it got to the point where those boys felt like they wanted to actually mimic what was going on in the TV with the girls in the room. And I was maybe a good eight or nine years old. Mm -hmm. That's not okay. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know to say like, I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm uncomfortable with this until the point Mm -hmm. where like, they started like, kind of like it started, I could feel it getting to the point where it could become like borderline. Like, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go home. Like, but I never want my kids to feel like they have to be obligated to stay Mm -hmm. in that space. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So th- I just know with my experiences, especially being somebody who's mm-hmm. been sexually assaulted and that kind of thing that I want them when, cause I didn't tell my parents when that happened to me, even though we had had so many conversations, I didn't tell them until probably almost a year after it happened. And I want them to feel like they have a space, safe space with me. So they don't feel judged or they don't feel like they need to be ashamed of anything that that's, that, that either that has happened or that, that they have thought about or anything I I want them to be comfortable with their bodies I want them to be able to be comfortable with other people with their bodies when they're ready to do so and and listening Mm -hmm. back to what everybody's been saying I think the solution starts with building a relationship with your children that's that's like the number one thing because it I and not to to speak negative or anything about anyone but just from what I'm hearing based on experiences, like even Caitlin was saying, like, hey, I don't have that relationship with my dad, you know, a level mm-hmm. where I feel comfortable going from like Danik, you didn't have that certain level of comfort where, you know, after certain things happened, you went to your mom and you told her. Like, those are the things where, like for me, like I said, I I literally pick up the phone and I'll go straight to my parents and say, Hey, look, yeah, <laughs> I need you to come pick me up from the club type shit. Or or whatever and and that's just the relationship we had where yeah but that that now i think that i hear what you're saying but i think some of that changes as you get older like in danica's case she's also talking about a very like taboo right, right. subject mm-hmm. at a very young age and like yeah now right. like so, yeah now you've been talking yeah, but, to parents about even- you know, whatever, but and that's at, great. That's old, were you comfortable enough to talk to your absolutely. parents about, yeah. you know, a girl try to... Only, only okay. because... Only, only, I was going to say, I only wish. Only because... Only... And, and yeah, only I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there's no way of My parents and, and the experiences that they gave me, they showed me examples of... They showed me examples that I could trust from early on. Like, for example, with sports, like, my dad and my mom were both of my coaches most of the time throughout sports. So I had the time with them to like to see that I can depend on them in situations where it wasn't necessarily a big deal. So you know, like sports, like you, you go to your parents for advice on, on on how to kick the ball into the net or how to make a basket. So it was it was more easily translatable when I had bigger issues or tougher issues to deal with to just go to right. my parents because. They hadn't let And you know what, Dathan? I really and, think and that, those, like, and I, this is not to situations. shit on anybody else's parents, but I think that your parents are the standard. And yeah, you have, you have unicorn parents. And my parents were I was about great. to say, my you have unicorn parents. parents. <laughs> like, I, they just, there, it just was a, a different dynamic, you know? And I think that the dynamic with y'all's family worked. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's just a, it's just a level of time because, I mean, it's the sacrifice because like my mom, was a stay-at-home mom so they they i mean so was so was mine and that's what i'm saying like kids over like financial yeah there's just there's just a different dynamic i think with your family that is you are you are the i still think we're talking about two different no matter how no matter how comfortable you feel like even like i said with my parents they started talking about me at at a young age but it's also taking into consideration 
your personality as an individual as yeah. well and in, in, in applying that because my parents I could have told right. them easily many things yeah. like especially when I was raped I was 17 I could have co come to them and I could have said hey this is what happened to me but I was so ashamed of what happened that it was hard for me to communicate that to them you know what I mean so it's not necessarily the parenting it's you and how yeah. you respond to it and that kind of thing and you and in, in the same in the same regard that your parents are unicorns, you're a unicorn as well because you guys are were able to find that dynamic at an early age for you and for your siblings. Whereas nobody, not everybody, can find that kind of stride. Yeah. And I think especially as a woman, it's hard because there are so many societal things that are placed on you in a certain way to like act and do certain right certain certain things, and you have to kind of like carry yourself a certain way. You don't want men to be, you know, you don't want to have men be attracted to you at a certain age, that type of thing. You don't want to call attention to yourself. You don't want to be considered a, a fast ass, you know, at 12 because your body is developing like you can help that. Like there are so many things that I know as a woman that obviously the, our, our experiences are different. So it's just one of those things like I, I want to know yeah. as a mom, as a woman who is raising little girls who associate as as little girls like that there are things that they will go through and they even when we did the whole how to walk and somebody you know people were staring at me and essentially catcalling me while my children were there those are things that I'm gonna have to talk to about my like talk to with my kids about like there's just crazy dynamics that I just want I wish like everybody had the same shit that you, your family had going on because shit would be a lot easier in my opinion Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I think they all coincide. I, but I still think we're talking about two different things. I think there's it's two different conversations. Being able to go to your parents, being able to go to your parents and talk to them about anything in the world is different than your parent being able to sit down with you right. and right. talk to you about anything in the world. Like, yes, I may have been, you may, I may have been comfortable to go to my parents and like, yo, this is what's going on, X, Y, and Z. But did my parents come to me and yeah. say, hey, Jimmy? Yo, when you turn 13, these are the type of things that might pop up. When you turn 15, these are the type of it specifically about sex. I think that is a, a separate conversation because because yes, your parents may have instilled you all the values and how to uh, treat people and respect people and so on and so forth. But did yeah. they did they talk to you and sit down at the at a younger age and tell you about the sexual things that are gonna, that you're going to no matter what you know and I think like, that's where I, the I conversation that, is different. I didn't have I didn't have that conversation with my parents at all. The the I, I mean honestly I learned it through reading like the actual sex part. You know I learned that stuff through reading and also like not everybody got that. <laughs> I mean I, I always understood the difference between like mm -hmm. man yeah I understood the difference between like males and females and stuff like that but like. To say that my parents literally like sat me down, and was like, "Hey, Jason, like, so your boy, you know, at a certain point, you know, like your balls drop, right. this, that, and third." So, yeah, and there's, keep yeah, it there's a distinction. Right, 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 and that, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like my mother, my mother, my best friend. I can talk about any damn thing, but sorry, I know sorry, for sorry, a fact sorry, sorry. she did not have no. She did not have no. <laughs> <laughs> She ain't had that conversation with me, but this is you know. But it's funny when you, uh, Danica, when you start talking about uh, how your mother told you about like touch, or how you talk to your kids about like touching you. and what's appropriate, stuff like yeah. that. I do, I don't remember specifically okay. having this conversation, but I do remember because um, I was old enough yeah. to remember. No, my young, my my youngest sister, 
So, you know, yeah, I don't remember him being told me, but I'm sure it did. But I remember when my youngest sister uh, was about to go to kindergarten. So, you know, this is her first time being out yeah. with other kids. I remember that whole summer, my mother was drilling her, like, this is this is what needs to happen if this happens. Yeah. This is what's appropriate. And I remember, yeah. like, hearing her talk it's just, also, it's just So like I know at some point she probably did the same exact thing with me, but I just can't remember between, at that like, when we were growing time. up as children and the children that are growing up now, because we didn't have unlimited access to the internet. We didn't have that you know certain like like we had boundaries set because we didn't have access to anything else whereas boundaries are limitless right now and kids have so much access there my my oldest daughter was being bullied Mm -hmm. at school before all of this quarantine shit happened because she was feeling uncomfortable about like little girls in her grade fifth grade were saying inappropriate things to her about things she didn't understand that had to do with sex. And that's why I said, I'm glad that my kids are still get. I'm glad that my child mm-hmm. knew to feel uncomfortable in that situation and to talk to somebody about it rather than know exactly what ex- these little girls were talking about and like feed into it, you know? So I, I, I feel like it was a proud moment. Like obviously I, I was, was upset and had planned on talking to the guidance counselor about it, but obviously quarantine happened. Um, but I'm glad to know that like my child is still a child and she doesn't understand some of those things. And those are things that we'll have to talk about. Like no fifth grader should be talking about any kind of implicate, mm-hmm. like any kind of like insinuation about come. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Because my child likes mayonnaise. She's fucking weird. She Wait, likes mayonnaise on her hot dogs. Okay. So take, take that as you will okay. for what these little girls said to her. And made her feel uncomfortable. And it's terrible. It's terrible because my then my child feels uncomfortable about that something she likes ridiculous. because somebody has somebody, some child, some uh, somebody else's child had exposure to something they had no business knowing about. So that that's obviously a mm-hmm. whole different scenario in mm-hmm. itself. But these are the things that I want wow. to be able mm-hmm. for her to talk to me about. Wow. And here and I don't I don't like I don't like what the fuck they talking about some or 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 something like, on they heard it from some, their older somebody. sibling which is some, they, they, heard, they, they heard, got it they from got somebody it from but it was inappropriate regardless of how they okay heard it, you know so that and that's the thing is like I can't stop my kids from being exposed to people who are not me and the people that I keep around myself so you want to be able to prepare them for the people that they're like Absolutely oh shit, this doesn't make any sense, mom. Like, what does this mean? How should I feel about it? And that's now where we are. I like it, man. I like it. I like it. Well, look, man, thanks for the vulnerability and the uh, the openness y'all bring. Uh, But let's get into some fun shit. But before we do that, let's go ahead and take a break. All right, we back, we back, we back, Candy Podcast. What's up, y'all? Come on now. We back in here. What we talking about this time around? Caitlin, Caitlin, you awake, y'all? You good? Barely. Barely. <laughs> Barely. If R- Renee had to switch locations, the nigga had to, he, did he stop cutting his grass yet? Yeah, he done cutting the grass, but, he upstairs you know, now. Sometimes the snake shows, so I had to come upstairs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. You know, when you're walking through the jungle. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes you're walking with snakes. So, right. All right, so what, what's the next topic we getting into? <laughs> Dang, don't play her off. Dang. Uh, uh, look. Dang. <laughs> <Play> <laughs> <off>. <laughs> no, but okay. Speaking of family dynamics and all of those different things, um, 
Renee threw, Renee threw in our um in the group chat this really cool um conversation. Well, it's debatable, but anyway, um, <laughs> it's uh the best of all sitcoms, and it's broken up into the god tier, the top tier, mid tier, and low tier, and it has all of the black sitcoms listed. So we're gonna go through each of them and kind of determine whether or not these are legit. If we have any, you know, other contenders that deserve a spot, how we would either keep the ranks, change the ranks up, and yeah. So let's start with the top tier. Well, hold on. Before we even jump into okay, that, first of all, we, we definitely need to make this available on our Instagram so they can see what we're talking about. Yes, we but will. Also, the, I didn't realize the creator of this name is here. Um, STVNCL. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me see if I can zoom in. Hold on. Let me see if I can zoom in on it. Yeah, so whoever this person is, shout out to them. I think it's a five. Or is yeah. that five, five CV Nissel? What the hell is that? It's, it's supposed to be like, it's supposed to be like stencil. <laughs> it's definitely stencil. How you say it, Renee? <laughs> five CV <laughs> Nissel. <laughs> five CV Nissel? Okay. Are you here? Are you present? Are you present? I'm- I'm still playing that game from last night. Oh, right. incoherent. Oh, yeah, still playing incoherent. But you're, you know, you're that you're that pretty much 90 percent, 95% of the time. So. Relax. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't call Relax. in for it. That would have been funny. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Josh. Oh, <laughs> but <laughs> but all right, so we got the top tier or the it's called the God tier. tier. Yeah. God yeah, tier. So, the low tier. We're gonna start with the, start at the top. Top, okay. All right. Yes. So we got, um, and it's again called the God tier. So this is the best of the best. We got Martin, Fresh Prince, Different World, Sanford and Son, Cosby Show, Good Times, Bernie Mac, Living Single. Do we want to keep going with the tiers or do we want to talk about each one? I think we should just go through all of them. All right, bet. Um, all right, then we have the top tier, which is right under, which is My Wife and Kids, Everybody Hates Chris, Smart Guy. Jefferson, the Jeffersons, excuse me, the Wayne's Bros or the Wayne's Brothers, um, Sister Sister, Jamie Foxx show, Blackish, Keenan and Kel, that's so Raven and Girlfriends, the mid tier, Family Matters, What's Happening, One on One, All of Us, the um, Sinbad Show, Malcolm and Eddie, Half and Half, Eve, Moesha, the Steve Harvey Show, the Parkers, Hang On, Mr. Cooper, House of Pain, the low tier, the game. Corey in the House, Parenthood, The Carmichael Show, and Webster. Whew. That's a lot. Yeah, like, we, we, we want my instant take? <laughs> it, it, let's, let's just get at it. In no way on God's green earth should family matters be in the same category as half and half. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Like that mid-tier, I have all kinds of problems with that mid-tier. Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna go ahead and say like the ones like the Sanford and Son, Good Times, the Jeffersons, even Family Matters, in my opinion, what's happening, Webster. Yeah, those like even uh, Family Matters. I think is still it's kind of like questionable because it was definitely the '90s. But okay, Mm -hmm. the rest of them, especially like the the ones that were established and started in this like late '60s, early '70s, those deserve their own space like those mm-hmm. are they were yeah, they were the pioneers so mm-hmm. it, those different weird tiers of like i don't know who decided that you know and why what's the criteria for them joining? right why would the jeffersons be top tier but not all the way 
Good times is God tier, but Jefferson's is top tier. But they were all around the same time. Doesn't make any sense to me. And they were the ones that that established like this genre for for like the black community. They they deserve they just deserve more accolades than that. I totally agree. So would y'all still call it a God tier, or would y'all pull it into its own? I think that's it's like you got like the OG. OG Yeah, like literally, like the like the OG, the Untouchables. Yes, the ones that these are the ones that literally drove an entire type of culture as far as Mm -hmm. TV for for Black people is concerned. But to me, that but to me that would be the that would be the God tier. Like you can't touch it. Don't you know? Don't even think about it. Like. You know what I mean? When you think about the title, like there's nobody, you know what I mean? That's yeah. higher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. nah, that's it. It's untouchable. There's nobody that can go above, beyond it at all. So they're they are the beginning of the creation of everybody. Exactly. Else it, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I would agree with that. I Girl. just I got I got beef with my wife and kids being better. Can we take notes in this little thing and like put that? Can we can we make like a new gods here? We can, I mean, I mean yeah. we can remake it. Put it in the chat. Yeah. You, you can do whatever you want. We yeah. can remake it completely. I I just got like I said I got beef with my wife and kids being better than the Steve Harvey show and the Parkers because I know for a fact that that show was not as funny as the Parkers or Steve Harvey show. You can debate your mom. I think I think I think my wife and kids deserves to be where it is. I think that this I agree. I think that the Steve Harvey show, the Parkers, Moesha, and maybe one on one. Deserve maybe not one on one. No, at least Moesha, at least Moesha, Steve Harvey, and the Parkers deserve to be moved up. Yes, my wife and kids. Because again, UPN after school, I would walk home from middle school. The very first thing we have used to have this old box TV in my kitchen, like a small TV. UPN twenty or twenty four. UPN twenty. We used to have this little. I don't know where my mom got this TV from, but it was this little teeny tiny like box TV with an antenna. And I remember it was, it would stay in the kitchen and I would come home from school. And the very first thing I remember, like right at three 30, I would still watch like my little Arthur and all that stuff. And then right at about five thirty six o'clock. That's when it starts. Moesha, yep. the Parkers, Steve Harvey, all back to back to back to back. And that to me was the prime time. And although my wife and kids came after that, it still was that same brand of humor. It still was like, things that there still were things that were relatable and to me that stood out more than anything else and they again deserve it now everybody hates chris to me was good it was funny but i don't believe it deserves to be top tier at all so uh, more movements for me i would put jamie fox show in the god tier and blackish would go in the low tier god is untouchable untouchable, i mean i mean but that's the jamie fox show is up there with and with like bernie mac and living single no, but Am Bernie I... Mac and Lenny Single not going to be a god tier. Yeah, we're we move, we're, we're moving up. We said, yeah, we we're said talking the, top the staple shows like yeah, yeah. No, all right, all right. Look, look. So but, you're talking about based on this photo. Yeah, yeah, based on this photo. But still, oh no, we're redoing it. <laughs> <with this photo. laughs> no, no, I, I get it, I get it. But still, still, Martin Fresh Prince, Bernie Mac, Living Single, and Jamie Foxx are still untouchable. Like. They're still they're still head and shoulders above all they're these top. other shows. They would be top right, tier. Okay, I, I hear what you're saying, Nathan. You're right, but I think what we're saying is when we talk about something that's godly, we gotta we gotta put it the OGs there. We have to put the shows that set that put black people on TV for the first time, damn near, right. in their own show. Whereas like Jamie Foxx and all the those came because of a different yeah. world. I mean, I'm sorry, the Cosby okay. Show, Good Times, Jefferson's. Like, I get that. 
now you're talking about like the byproducts, which is that now the, those elite byproducts. Now, so we're talking about the, what if we did this? What if we did there, this? There's some of those shows change the culture as well. So, so listen. So, what if we did this? What if we had the God tier? What if we had the goat tier? Then we did top mid level. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's extra. Yeah. But I feel no, like I think that that's that would make more sense. Yeah. Because we have the God tier, which is nobody can touch it. The goat tier, which is the greatest of it's all like time. The, the Martin, it's like the, the, Fresh golden, Prince, the, the golden thread in Hercules that can be cut. You can't move past that. Right. Like, that's that's up there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Okay. I like it. Then so we have the greatest. Martin, we got the top. So we said Martin, Fresh Prince. We said Martin, yeah, Fresh Prince, the goat tier. Jamie Foxx, Living Single, and Bernie Mac. So no family matters? Are y'all are y'all are no, y'all hot? Family, family, family matters is God tier, no. right? Nah, no, it's goat. Let me put that. It would be goat. Yeah, for I would sure. say goat. But I would even I would even say, honestly, I would even put Keenan and Kel up there. <laughs> in the goat? Yes. Uh, uh, I, I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be mad, but I would definitely keep it in top just because it's think, a completely different family. era. Well, I think that's I part of I think that's part of it. Because it was like since it was, it, it was all, it yeah, it was, they came from all that and they shifted as far as like younger people were concerned. They did now that argument, hear, now that argument, I'm that. not mad at, I'm not mad at that argument. They even came out with good birds. And, so exactly. And, I, and, and the reason I say that is because to be quite honest, like Keenan and Kel walk, so a smart guy yep. can run. So yeah. a sister, sister yep. could run. I, and I got to figure out about timing because maybe one can't did come before that. I, I think sister, sister, sister was definitely was before. before um, okay, well yeah. then a smart guy could run. Uh, that's so Raven could run. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So maybe sister, sister, and Keenan and Kel would even yeah. fit into that same. I don't know. Let me see. Um, I can I can see I can definitely see sister, sister. I just don't know about Keenan and Kel just because I'm looking at audience. I know that there were kids and adults that watched. Sister, sister. I don't know if there were kids and adults. I mean, oh, I don't my know if mama adults. watched Keenan and Kel. So, so, but, but look, I look at it like this. I, I look at shows that really, I really you, set the I'll... standard. I look at it like shows that really set the standard and change the culture. In my opinion, Keenan and Kel did yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. In my opinion, Martin, Martin Lawrence, uh, well, Martin Fresh Prince definitely did that. Living Single especially did that. I, mm-hmm. You can even make an argument for Girlfriends because Girlfriends is like the, the, the black version of uh, Sex in the yeah. City. If you if you want to make that comparison, that's those are the only arguments. Everything else kind of like falls in. Yeah, it falls under. Mm-hmm. They just used the. They tried to recreate the same yeah. idea. Well, opinion. that's the case. Then you can say that about girlfriends because that's what he was saying. Uh, motherfucking live a single. Yeah. kind of said that live a single was like one of the first shows where we saw right. black people be lawyers, right. and you know what I mean, right. like, and they were just living their everyday day to day life. As professionals, right. and then we got girlfriends to do the same thing. Right. So right. then, but then you wouldn't put living single and girlfriends in the same tier. You have to put it. You have to put at least put girlfriends underneath it because again, right. it's that walk so you can yeah. run type vibe. Yeah, girlfriends. But I think it's just staying top tier. So we're saying so. Okay, so granted, on, so it did get goat, better this, over the seasons because the first. So in this seasons. in this goat tier, we got Martin, The Fresh Prince, Jamie Foxx, Living Single, Family Matters, Bernie Mac, and Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel. And Keenan and Kel. I don't know why can you come in there, but I go with y'all. Shape the culture, man. <laughs> over over okay. sister, sister, though, y'all. Over sister, sister. That's but what I'm not, saying. But it's not over, over sister, sister, like sister. over sister, sister. Like sister, sister. So can both be of them would be in it. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. To me, sister, sister was trash. But y'all, y'all, y'all. y'all like yeah, sister, you are you kidding yeah, me? Like, sister, sister, walk. So Moesha Corrupt, right? 
Period. Nah, nah, I mean, Moisha, not yeah. even. Moisha. Sister Sister walked. Moisha was better than Sister Sister, in my opinion. I would rather watch one on one than watch Sister Sister. Okay. One on one? Flat I didn't man? watch one on one. So. With Flex, Flex Alexander, yeah. You would rather watch cool. Flat App than. Oh, that, but that a motherfucker show Avenue, Avenue, I, might have been, I, might, I might be biased only because Kyler Pratt back in the day. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Let's talk about culture real fast. Do me a favor. What's the theme song to One on One? Song? I don't know. I haven't watched Period. That show. What's the theme song to Sister Sister? And don't so, act like you don't know. Don't act don't like you know. don't know it. I don't, I don't know. If somebody said Sister, what would you say? Oh, Sister. sister. Exactly. Yeah. Never knew mm. how much I was. Never knew how much I was. I don't know. You I do. Know. I don't know. Now uh, I'm I, now honestly, I'm an anomaly because I know that you know you know even the ones that I don't hey, like. Look, I changed the channel. I changed the I changed channel. The cha- hey yo, look, just just because I know about it don't mean Did I you like watch it. Like, Smart that's I no, I didn't. I watched like I'm about to give you an example. I'm about to give you an example. Just like That's So Raven. I've watched literally every episode of That's So Raven, and I don't think it's top tier. Well, I didn't watch That's So Raven. Why the fuck did you watch every episode? <laughs> I had I had little sisters. That's what they wanted to watch. Y'all had one TV? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, that, that, was, that was the TV with cable, and then and, and that time, that was the only room that had AC, so we were all sitting there, and two against one, they had to watch it. I did not, I did not watch nah, we would have, so We would have had to, so. to throw hands. Okay. It's <laughs> no, 30, it's 30. Y'all would have, hey, listen, y'all would have had to jump me. <laughs> y'all would have had to jump me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so look. All right, so look. All right, so right now we're still on the goat tier. So we have Martin, Fresh Prince, Jamie Fox, Living Single, Family Matters, Bernie Mac, Keenan Nichol, yes. and Sister Sister. And Sister Sister in the goat tier. All right, y'all, y'all got it. Oh, but hold up, but we're missing. Okay, so because if you look at this mint here, man, there's one show that stands out to me, and nobody has mentioned it yet, and that's the Steve Harvey um, show. I don't think the either. Goat, this, the Steve Harvey show is top tier. It's, it's not, not goat. It's top. It, Sure. It, okay, it, it, all right. I so we're moving it up into uh, so we're creating now top two. I yeah. personally always have wait, 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 wait. Sister, sister is better than the Steve Harvey show. When we talk about setting yes. a standard and like a staple show in households, <laughs> sister, sister, you know, like for sure. I, I don't know why. It. As a kid, I always associated Steve Harvey show and hanging with Mr. Cooper almost as the same thing. Yo, Steve. Harvey that's just that's just what it was. That's just how I felt. That's just. You know that? Yeah, come on, Kevin. Nah, nah, he knows Break me off, Phil. He's a damn punk. Come on, get so chocolate. Come on, get so chocolate. Come on, get so chocolate. Come on, get with me. Get with me. But it's the thing, though. All right, look. So, I'm not I'm not against putting Steve Harvey in top tier. But I'm gonna keep it real, man. Sister, sister has to go in a tier above it or the same. It can't be at a tier below. It can't. It, uh, to me, right, and this right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Wait, sister, sister goes on top. I'm, I'm saying, if he's saying them both got to be on the same level, then they both. Top no, top. I said at this. I said at the same level, or Steve Harvey got to yeah. be one below. But I, I can't see. I can't pull Steve Harvey up into goat. I can't do it. All right, they're both on top tier. Sister, sister, no. If if that's if that's the case, Keenan and Kel, and I totally get it. I was Keenan and Kel got to go. I was, I was, I was, I was right. Kids. All right, look, look, look. Here, here, here's. The Let's Keenan and Kel off from Steve Harvey. I don't care about what the fuck else. I would stand firmly on this <laughs> take. Okay. Here's here's how you gotta look at it. If these shows drop 
present day right now, which ones would Kennedy you watch Kel- first? <laughs> Go- sister, so- sister. Sister, And sister. I say that. And, Actually, I, and I say sister. Wait, 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 what, what shows are you talking about? What, all right. All right. Kennedy Kelly sister, 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 yes. Yeah. I'm watching Sister, sister Period. Right? But, yeah. Because the thing is. Now watch Kennedy Steve Harvey over all of them. Kennedy and Kelly. Kennedy and Kelly. It wouldn't. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Pause. So is it with these actors and actresses in present day as well? Or these are the shows in present day? The, the shows. If the shows drop right now, I'm watching Kennedy and Kelly first. Kennedy Kell is funny as fuck. Like it's like, hard though because I, I, think, I think I think the biggest literally created the Wiggins brother before I the think, Wiggins. Sister, sister sister had me wanting to get a Miata, nigga. Like sister. <laughs> I really just think that with Kenan and Kell, maybe I'm just thinking about it on that big like because we all know what all that is. Sure, it was mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah, a blessing. Yeah, very but true. What Kenan and Kell did is they took a whole different kind of audience to a show that was primarily black. And I just, that's what I think of it Very as far true. as like, you know, what they contributed to the culture. Like everybody now knows like who loves orange soda. Kel loves orange soda. Like there's nobody that you could say that to Boom. as but, a Chinese kid. Which you, which you, uh, but you, we all also you know, go home, Roger. But I'm saying like, I, no, nobody, nobody that, care about Ray J or whatever. Go home, Roger is a Ray J. Ray J. <laughs> They are, they are all the same niggas. Are you, are you high? <laughs> nigga, what? All right, so look, hold on, hold on. I, I hate to I hate to do this, but we want to talk about impact and just like how wide somebody's umbrella is. If y'all go to five white people right now and ask them if they know if they uh know sister sister akin to kill, middle aged white person, they gonna say, what they gonna say? They're gonna, they gonna say sister what? sister only because no, the girls are really real. Uh, yes, they 100% would. 100% would say sister. That's not because of sister, sister. Well, no, so I'm talking about 90s. We're not talking about middle age. We're talking about 90s kids. 90s yeah, kids. No. The you whole, to, yeah, the whole the demographic of 90s kids. Would, white, white or black. Yeah, I would well, say. I'm saying more people. I would say Kenan yeah. and Kel. Man, look, we can look, look at the numbers. <laughs> we can look at the numbers, yo. We can look at the numbers. Sister, sister to me, it was a much bigger show. Kenan and Kel had a movie literally because of their show. No, it wasn't because of their show. It was because of all that. Good Burger, Good Burger came from all that, not from Kenan and Kel. And they, and then they They spun it off into Kenan and and Kel, and then then did the damn thing. Y'all, but it has nothing to do with the Good Burger movie. I'm saying, I'm saying, you're right. I said, I said they spun it off all that. Like I agree with you. But then Kenan and Kel still Trump sister sister. Yeah, how many seasons book. of Kenan and Kel was that? I don't know. Now here's the thing. Like this is hard. This is hard for me to say because I am a Nickelodeon kid. Like some kids were Disney. I loved like Kenan and Kel. Girl, I only loved Disney when it was free for that week. Yeah. Every every period. Every I don't like because of bug juice. All right, I'm, all right. So look, let's 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 do it let's do it easy. Uh, Kenan and Kel was on for a whole like three seasons, man. She and Tamara had like six or seven. Let's let's do on, let's man. do an easier argument. What can we eliminate from top tier? Because blackish is like low it's under mid. the ground. No, I would it's give it low. mid. Don't do that, Bruh, It's oh. low. That joint so is corny. It's, 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 really it's beautiful. On, it's, on a, it's on the same level. It's on the same level as the game. Mm. Y'all didn't even close out the goat tier before y'all done moved on. Well, the I cl- like wrecking with black. I think what we have <laughs> for the goat tier is fine. As sister, 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 so, so Steve Harvey is first thing in there. <laughs> Steve Harvey. Steve, Steve Harvey's in top. Steve Harvey. Okay. I would say that means the Parkers need Moisha, to go in there. Yeah. Moesha needs to go Girlfriends. in there. Did we move Family Matters? Yeah, we didn't move Family Matters. What? 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 What are you fussing about now? 
y'all got Moesha Belushi Moesha, Yes. Son, y'all, y'all niggas got Steve Harvey. Jesus Christ. Why are we still talking about the same stuff? We already discussed it. We're still going back. Renee, I'm, right, Renee, I'm, I'm with you on the on the goat tier being sister, sister, and Keenan and Kel being top, but yeah, we just I, I, like I said, I will yeah, die we, on yeah, that we, hill. I can see. I can see. I can see. Here's the thing. I don't want you to die, sis. I don't want you to die, Thank sis. You. So Thank you. Know, Let fine. me have one thing, damn it. The, the part the park is definitely oh, underrated, though. I would dare, I dare say still this on. Oh my! the Parkers was better than Moesha. The Parkers Facts. was 100%. That, Period. I love Brandy and everything, but the Parkers is definitely better than Here's Moesha. the thing. The Parkers is the also thing. better than Girlfriend, but we, we go, that's, you know. Oh, but that's Girlfriend also, is top tier, right? Different. I'm, different times yeah top tier is yeah girlfriends for sure it's just different content but like you said it's it's like it's like the epitome wayne brothers yes, is wayne brothers, wayne's top brothers top is top tier period okay everybody hates chris no i, I think, think that's, that's the mid. one that may go down to mid needs to go to mid it's, yeah, it's that's, a strong that's mid, that's mid yeah where we put a smart guy mid top for sure i haven't even seen it wow so that means it's mid you need yeah, to get do you have plus. disney plus nah wow. nigga Okay. Oh my gosh, I can still quote lines from what? What, what is smart? What? Who, who's in that joint? Taj Mori, uh, Jason oh Weaver. My goodness, oh my goodness. Oh, oh, that. No, 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 no. Another no, no, slice no. of life. A mess. <laughs> T. J. Henderson. A fine Super young gentleman. A fine young, young gentleman. Young gentleman. A ten-year-old whiz kid busting high school. Busting okay, high school. It makes a little shorty with a little Got a world of ladies, and he's keeping it real. He knows the deal. You know the deal. So you can say these something, something, something. Brainy gifted. Whatever. Your brother is smart. Your brother is smart. Do y'all remember when they right, so, when they redid the um the title sequence and yes. Omar started rapping? Fam, that was the joke when they had the shiny suits. They was in that joke. That usually my joke. I was such an only child for a long time. All I did was sit and learn. Man, listen. All right, so look, top tip: we got Steve Harvey, the Parkers, Moesha, girlfriends, Wayne's brother, smart guy, one on one. He's just no. trying to push it up. He's trying to oh, push it up. Oh. <laughs> flat up, <laughs> flat up needs to sit down. Son, what? This nigga holding holding for Tyler Parker. He's trying to make her. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> he tried to get her up. To- hey, see the color print. Do y'all see the? Uh, yeah, on Instagram. Instagram. Period. And they said, hey, listen, County. Hey, Woo. Kayla. Hey, listen, color print was looking good. All right, she was a good bro. She's, she's like forty. Age. She looks good, okay. bro. No, she's not. Yes, yeah, she. She does. She's, she's like she's, she's at least thirty-five. Well, all right. All right. Okay, 30. which is forty. Okay, that's she knocking forty. Is she knocking forty? Yes, hold on. We about to find out. She's thirty-three. She's she's solid thirty-five. Boom. She's, she's, she's only three years old. I mean, yo, send it, send it Instagram. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but one right, come on now, come on. No, on. no. Nah, Stop I ain't gonna it. hold you, bro. Stop it. Yeah, you wilding with me. Yeah. So right now we only got four shows in top tier. That no, wait, wait, no, that's no. what exactly. Said, which is which? But we're one? not putting that one. What are you talking about? Wife There's, There's nothing else better in mid tier than. Yeah. Well, my wife and kids is probably sister, top sister. Top. Wait, no, that was that was got. Why, why is my wife and kids? Why Hold is on, my wife and kids? What? My, why is my wife and kids top tier? Yeah, let me see if I can. This nigga, son, it he was, was like the first hilarious. black show on ABC. 
Hold on, sorry, y'all. I'm about no. to I'm about to see if I can do something so we can cross out the ones that we um. Oh yeah, yeah, that's so a good we can idea. Cross out the ones that we um. Like- have done already. I think I think just I think just when we talk about like historical, I think he was honestly the first black show on ABC, bro. Like if it wasn't for him, no, we, we probably have. wouldn't have got a blackish. You know what I mean? Like so what's off Martin, you gotta, Martin's off. You got a fresh friend. I don't think different I think all those up there. Yeah. Okay. So this whole thing and then, is on. <clears throat> yeah. Um let's see. Yeah. My kids is, is gone. Everybody move that to me. We move that or no. No, don't scratch it out yet because I ain't making mention. No, I know. Oh, look at the arrow. Okay. Okay. Smart guy's off. We did that already. Yeah. Smart guy is a uh, top tier. Okay. Jefferson's is off, of course. Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Ken- yep. Kenan Kelly. Blackish. Kel. Blackish. Sister, sister. In my opinion. So, okay. We ain't put Blackish nowhere yet. Yeah. Uh, Wayne's is off, right? Black, Blackish is definitely no. mid to low tier. Uh, and 101 is <laughs> right yes. there with him. Shut I'm, up. No, it's, it's not. I'm, I'm going to keep it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think, Dayton, you're right. I do think that Blackish is mid tier personally. It's but not. I don't think 101 is top tier. <laughs> All right, look, I, I'll concede one on one being mid tier because blackish. I feel more strongly about blackish being mid tier than one on one being top tier. Uh, we could even honestly okay. like because if we keep if we keep my wife and kids in top tier, which is where it deserves to be, I would not have a problem with blackish being mid tier because I feel like it is a new rendition of my wife and kids. Blackish is yes. I'm just saying 100%. because I said I, I said top tier. If it wasn't for them, we yeah. To you, I'm sorry. Come on, acquiesce. <laughs> no, this okay, different word. Right. <laughs> Yo, what the talk, hell? Hey, hey, David, talk, talk that procurement shit. <laughs> okay. okay, I can't. Yo. Can I not? Can I not be uh, an articulate black woman? Can I not? No, can girl, I have, you I not have a good vocabulary? Nah. Why did, why did, <laughs> 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 okay, okay, wait. Yo, I'm over, y'all. I really am. <laughs> Steve Harvey, yes. Moesha's off. One on one is gone. Family matters. Family oh, matters is gone, right? I didn't know. We took Mount. No. Do we no, take what's that... happening off? What's happening is low tier. Okay. Yes. What's happening should be up at the top because it's a joke. I don't want to touch. I don't want to. We wasn't around to argue the cultural relevance. Um, okay, so we're going to put a Jeep right here. Okay. Yep, yeah, she, she can't, can't doodle. Do all right, cool. And we haven't touched any of them. Yeah. Shows. And Webster, go ahead. And Webster is up there too, just because I I understand yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? But we wasn't. Right, we give them. We it. give them G's. Okay. All right, cool. So now let's go. So we got. All right, so my wife and kids, we put that in the top tier. Uh huh. That's gone. We did everybody, that already. Everybody hates that's... Chris's mid tier. Yeah, we put that in mid. All right, so let me get into the mid tier. That's so Raven. That's okay. So Black Fine, fine, fine. Low. Nah, that, that's a re- She's still getting the. She hasn't even touched that money. Off she's that still money. She's she making money. She's still making the Cosby yeah, Show. No, no, no. She, she said she hasn't touched. She yeah. said she hasn't touched Cosby for the show rest of her life. For the rest of her that's life. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Black no, is, I, like Eve, I really feel like Eve was underrated. All of us. Eve is low tier. Period. Eve, 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 had, Eve was definitely low tier. Even I though, know. even though it was, it, was, it, it tried to be fun. It had the potential. It, it had, it had good, yeah, it had good episodes, but that shit was actually like Eve's, Eve's acting was slightly, is slightly better Jesus than Beyonce, Christ. which is insane. Hold on, we got hanging with Mr. Cooper and Mitch here. 
I, like Hayley I said, Cooper was great. I said, but I don't think it was top. I, I watched more Hayley different than I did Steve Harvey oh, show. Yo, House of Pain definitely low tier. Who? House of Pain. House of Pain. House of Pain was yeah. terrible just because of the Tyler Perry joint. But it oh, was, was that? I, was, I see. Funny. I didn't really watch House of Pain. That's what no, like they no, were all I, dressed I like, kind of like dressed up like real caricatures of people. Mr. Browns, you Mr. Brown. Not to an extent. Nah, that's they were like Mr. real Brown people. But the the best part about the show was that Rudy Hux, I mean, mm-hmm. um, Keisha and I Pulliam was on it, and she no, oh, she okay. wasn't. Hey. No, she came. She was the new wife, but there was another girl on there. Her name is Demetria something something something. But she played the 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 former wife. I guess the ex wife was like one of the main characters, oh. and she was on drugs. And that was one of the like first times they showed them like oh, going to the craft house yes. to like get her and stuff. Yeah, but it gave uh, real yeah. Tyler Perry s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but I, I definitely put it on sale just because it was corny. Nothing Eddie was was mid. Half and half is low. I th- I'm fine yeah. with I'm fine with I think it's funny. Some of the was funny, but it was also remember. something like I don't really remember it. Yeah, so low or mid low. We need to put the game on mid tier. I'm sorry. No, no. And I will don't. argue. The, the, yes. You know he's going to stick to his one on one. That's y'all, all it is. No, no, fuck that. If you give me the game that's mid tier, then in the house, which is not even on here, it's top tier. We, we haven't talked about those yet. I'm just saying. We haven't mm-hmm. talked about those yet. But the game it's needs to be mid tier. Yes, it is. Why? Because when it, was on the CW, when it was on the CW, when Mara Brock got killed and her husband, I forget his name, were really running the show. The joint was bomb. When Melanie was med school, med school with the short hair, and she was still all up Derwin's tail, and uh, Janae was in there, and she had the baby. Is this, is this all before Jesus after Christ. you fucked uh, Juicy Door? I didn't That's watch that show. That so. was that was um, before that. No, yeah, it was before that. All, all of it was bomb. Before that joint moved to BET, and then they brought Jay Ellis. And Lauren London on the show. <laughs> BT is where where place goes, where, where a shows beautiful go to die. show. That's I ain't gonna hold you. The here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, no, no. Real di- quick. When med school. Years. Wait a second. When med school and Derwin Davis had the issue and the argument outside of the club, after she found out that he was cheating, I don't know any of this on her. Yeah. It was the best argument that I've seen in sitcom history in a very, very, very long time. Was it, was it, was that, was that, because didn't she think he was cheating, but he wasn't cheating at the time, but then afterwards he cheated on her for real? I don't remember all those details. I just remember the I argument. I don't know about, I never, I actually never watched the game, so. She, I just, I just know she found text in his phone. She thought he was cheating and that put him on game to Shorty. And then he asked Shorty like, so, are you like my girl tripping? And then Shorty was like, "Of course, you didn't know I was coming on to you." That type of shit. And then he was like, "Oh, oh Jesus, I don't remember." But either way, um, Drusa door. I mean, I you know, one on one. I mean, one on one. Jesus, no. The game. Jesus, no. <laughs> the game needs to be mid. <laughs> the game needs to be mid tier. So the uh, last ranking is low tier. Like all the all the rest of them. We forgot. We, okay. So all of us, half and half. Um, Parenthood is low tier. Half and half got to be low tier, bro, because I don't remember that joke. Like, S is acting. Yo. What? I, it wasn't that good. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you, you talking about half and half? Yeah. This man, he just, like I told you, he be having He's just picking names. Uh, <laughs> the girl with the fat booty? Bro, Come said, on. Her, her, her mom? Essence Atkins? Essence Atkins' mom, bro. 
It's not about she was fine, huh? No, no, it was it was the it was the bougie family versus the ghetto family. Yeah, I didn't watch that show either. Or if I did, I don't remember it. If that's the case, tell CN. I mean CBS or Fox to come to my house. (laughs) Like boo. Get out of here. Stop yeah. playing with me. Yeah, I think I think I think what's left really just all of you to be low tier. I go. Yeah, bye. I'm good with Corey in the house being low tier. I'm good. Corey with... in the house shouldn't be on there. Malcolm, what about oh Malcolm and Eddie? Malcolm and Eddie, we said mid tier. Say we keep keeping him as mid. Okay. One on one needs to be one and done. <laughs> Gone forever. <laughs> oh shit. One on one. Nah, one on one don't gotta be low tier. One on one is definitely mid pair. What and the hell? I would say mid. Yo, yeah, I don't know about no. <laughs> I'm only doing that because you Yo. tried it. It's fine. It's All right, fine so on one on one mid tier. Black Black is definitely low tier. No, it's not. No, we were just kidding. Yeah. Relax. It's All right, not. cool. So la- last but not least, let's go to low tier. Who? Last but what? Not <laughs> least. <laughs> last but what? Oh, I was I was laughing. Some part came out crazy. It's okay. Last but that's what she said. Last but not least, Corey in the house. We, we got, moved. Wait, wait, wait. Y'all moved all of us down, or you kept keeping it at mid. I don't remember the. Uh, don't uh, that was the. That was the. That was the show that was. Um, it was supposed to mirror the life of Jada and Will Smith. They both produced the show. Oh, bye. But this was with Dwayne Martin and um, oh, yeah. Lisa Ray. And, oh um, yeah, no, that's definitely yeah, that's low tier. Yeah, that's yeah, that's low. That's low as shit. It was a cute little show. That's yeah, cool. It, it was. <laughs> it was cute in the low. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Can I'm we good. can we remove Corey in the house from the list? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> come off. Hold on now, now hold on now, hold on now. <laughs> parenthood, man, we can't disrespect Parenthood. Exactly, that's definitely mid tier. Parenthood got to be mid tier. That's fine. That's fine. We had never got to that yet. I don't know what the car might be It was a short-lived show. I wouldn't necessarily put it on here, but I love that show. It was a great show. While it lasted, it was like two seasons at the most before he stepped away for it. Because uh, I forget, was it on NBC or Fox or whatever they were trying to be? They, they had some issues because he had like a Black Lives Matter episode. So, of course, you know, the whites wrote in and had big issues with it. It's so. probably Fox because Fox cancels everything. Yeah, so he decided to step away from that jump because they was trying to take away his creative, uh, his creative genius. Well, stifling my mess. Yeah. Bless his heart. All right, okay. cool. I'm good. I'm good with this listening. All right. You got it. You got it right. All right. So let's talk about the ones that weren't on the list that we discussed earlier. Two, two, so of seven. Course, okay, wait. Pause. Really? Oh, Jason had one. Let's give Jason. Let, 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 let's let Jason into his. What was the one that you said? In the house, right? Yeah, wait. Hold on. It's different strokes on his joint? No. Yeah. No, it's not on here, not. but it needs to be up at the top. Oh yeah, that would be yeah. that would be God tier. Different stroke. My bad, my bad. I was I was doing my research, but yeah, nah. Let, let's get back to it. In the house, my man LL Cool J. His greatest contribution to society was this motherfucking show. Shout out to shout out to Maya. Shout out to Maya. Um, no, Maya something. Who the girl who Maya? What's her last name? She played on in the house. Oh, Brown Listen, man, she she was having a lot of bouts with uh, mental health and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and drugs. And, and drugs. And, uh, yeah. Kim Wayans really made this show for me. She did. Yes, yeah, she, she did. did. So, can, can we give the Wayans family a flowers, man? We done mentioned them on like three different shows of this show. For listen, listen. So, so they give, killed the game. I give in the house. I'm 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 only going to say two more things. I give in the house top tier, and I give. The Hughleys top tiers. Well. Oh, I forgot about the Hughleys. The Hughleys. No, Hughleys. 
Nah, that shit was kind of corny. That shit was kind of corny. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was kind of corny, man. The Hughley's wasn't bad. It, it was a little, the it was a little was crude. Wrong. You the know to- what it gave me? It gave me to be quite, I mean, it was loosely. And I only say that, I say that very, that I say it very loosely. But it reminds me of, it reminds me of the level of humor as like a black, a, uh, the, the black AF joint. Mm. But oh, I only say okay. that because there's a level of like crude humor to it to an extent. There was some, but so much. Yeah, I, they I, could I, put I, obviously on all I, yeah. all I know the Hughley's, the mama was fine, but that's about it. Jesus man. Christ! All right, she you was as bad as Dayton. But not one on one neither. Nah, she was fine, but she was in my top <laughs> tier. And the reason why I say that is because if I had to put the Hughley's up against Bernie Mac, which it was on at the same time, I'm choosing Bernie Mac oh, ten times out of ten for sure. So, yeah, now the Hughley's, y'all could miss me with that. And then they had the little white-ass family that was trying to be their friends. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. But I'm H- telling you, that the joint Hughley's was black AF. It needs to be on the list, though. The Hughley's is definitely on the list at least mid-tier. I said I mid-tier, too. I, mid-tier. I said mid-tier just because when you think about, like, the early 2000s and the type of sitcom, like, black sitcoms yeah. that were on, like, that they, while it may not have shifted culture or anything like that, like, it still was a part of it. You That's know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it provided a different perspective. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And there was some level of identity that we could find yeah. in that show. I agree. We sound so cultured. I know. Um, Look at us. <laughs> Who would have thought? We sound like tastemakers. Let's get it. Um, <laughs> all right, what's another show? We said 227. Okay. 227, I think, I belongs think... in. Uh. That's, I think 227 is in the goddess. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I give the same yeah. thing. Yep. Just definitely Just... married. Because the thing is. <laughs> Because the thing, what's her name in the show? Oh my God. The nosy ass, the nosy ass neighbor. Uh huh. Mary. I don't remember. It's Jack A. Harry. Yeah, but so that's like, all. That's, that's who we like. We don't think of her name, right? Yeah. But I'm. I say all that to say she walked so Lisa could run. Fact. So yeah, she definitely has to be. Um, oh, they Jack- have, have to be in there. Oh, where is she? At? I'm trying to find her name. It was like it started with a P. Oh, it's Sandra. Right? Oh, Sandra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely thought it was a P. Yeah, Sandra. Man. What? I can't, I can't deal. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love me some Jackie Harry, even though you want to talk about a creep? She's oh, a she creep. is, but she's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. She is hilarious. Yeah. She's a creep. But, um, all right. What's the other show we said? Uh, Rock and Amen. Those, I'm sorry, they got to go. <laughs> Amen? Gotta go? No, no, I don't mean gotta go. I just think they just they they, they can't be. Come high. on, man. I didn't I didn't watch either of those. So. Amen up there with them. Raise your hand if you saw Rock and touch. Amen. Yeah, yeah, that. It's just two of us. That's it. <laughs> David, 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 ain't seen rock. stuff that we've all heard of. Right. <laughs> the only show he watched was one on one. Period. And Raven, just his sister, and one of them was younger than him. So I got beef with the, the fact that y'all got sister, sister. At, oh, why are we still and, and smart? And smart guy in top ten. Goodbye. Both of them joints mid tail. You never even watched Smart Guy. Mid tail. Why are we going backwards? We need to be talking about the ones know, that aren't on the I'm, list. I'm, I'm over this at this point. I'm ready for this to be done. <laughs> we have been discussing this list for far too long. Oh, my God. I'm crying. All right. You got the list together so we can um redo it. So here's the thing, y'all. For those of you guys who are listening, make sure you are following us on Instagram at the PNB pod. We're going to post a blank sheet for you to be able to fill in which um, television shows you believe 
should be in the the god tier, the goat tier, the top tier, mid tier, and wow. the low tier. Um, so we'll kind of what I'm thinking is we'll kind of do it like the old school worksheets where we'll have a word bank. We'll have a bunch of shows that are listed up there, but you can always you know throw in your other joints, whatever. And you tell us where you yeah. think these sitcoms should go, and um, of course we'll share and repost all of your you guys' thoughts, ideas. So it should be fun. Um, first, yeah. first principle is greatest sitcom of all. Time. Jesus Christ, to me it's better than Martin, but I'm gonna be yeah. quiet. It's a great. Um, that's that. Those are only two in the discussion. We're gonna leave that yep. on. Um, so with that being said, this is amazing and super duper fun, y'all. Um, anybody got any, anybody got any PMBs? Because it's definitely hitting seven. My PMB is y'all niggas <laughs> in this list. Ooh. In this list, <laughs> I have so much fun with this stuff. I love. Like, Danica just mad over. Look, kill, I, look like I said, like <laughs> she didn't kill all the gods. I know. It I didn't ever say it had to be gods. I just needed to be. I needed to be goat. That's it. I needed it to be better than fucking sister sister. Anyway. Dave and I were on the same page in that one, but no, I have right. no other PMBs aside from that. Just this list. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. The only PMB I have is it doesn't matter if you're in quarantine or not. Communicate. If you have a problem, say something. If you have an issue, say Preach something. It. it may not be able to say it to my face, but say it over the phone, my Amen. G. Say it in a text message, sis. Don't be talking behind my back. Say it to me. We got all the time. I need the, the tea. Ooh, I can't wait. Poo. And, and oh, I mean, it's a little bit of tea, but I, but I still want it. But just hit me, hit me on the back end. You know I will. Hit me on the back end. Um, but yeah, that's what that's it. Just communicate, y'all. That's my favorite word for quarantine. What's your favorite word for 2020? Mine is, mine is this is trash. It's a phrase. Said, it's I a said, phrase. I said, my last, I said my last week is penetration. I might have to change this week is to, uh, This week is proponent. proponent. Yeah, proponent. Of existence right now. And listen, I'm just, I'm just glad we got to do an episode without talking about mental health. And with that being said, man, it's, it's important, it's, guys. Take care of yourself. For the motherfucker. It's very important. What the heck? Real Niggas just anxiety, Listen, but he's like, "Fuck all that." Wait, 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 wait! I'm, I'm just glad I'm not talking about my feelings. I got pain. <laughs> 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 let me get my. Oh, he has a PMB, guys. Shush. Go ahead. Go ahead. Best regards, like Dave and Scott. Go ahead. Shout out to all the shout out to all the people. Congrats, uh, great. Oh Jesus Christ! Students graduating and shit. But um, if you're a black person in a white sorority or white fraternity, we have to address certain things, so. How do you start a PNB and don't finish it? That's it. That's he said, nigga, there's things to discuss if you're if you're black in a white oh, in oh, white group. That's, that's, that's it. I just, like, I, I, it's not even negative. <laughs> I just want to have a conversation as to, like, why. Cause I thought I thought like, and I'm I was, I'm on the outside looking in. I thought these organizations were more so like cultural organizations. If the if the if the if the girls can join the the divine nine, they can. Then, yes. Are oh, you I, kidding me? I ain't never seen it. They there are it's few and far. I'm sure it's few and far between, but it's very few and far between. But they be some people be letting them in. So Word. if that's the case, by all means, sis, if you're gonna do it, have at it. I'm not. But go ahead. Man, y'all, if y'all know you learn one thing in life, y'all learn is that y'all gonna know that black people gonna let white people in when they get a chance. So all you need is a little bit of rhythm. <laughs> you don't need uh, I'm just, I'm just good on joining like something that's cult like. I'm good. So, <laughs> right. on that, that's note. real. That's, nah, that's real. I, that's real. I'm good. 
what's the vibe of the day, Renee? It's your turn. I'm, I'm here. Only, only quote I'm joining is uh, Beyonce, whatever her okay. shit is, B-A-K. Vibe of the day. Vibe of the day, Renee. Vibe of the day. Vibe of the day. All right, man. Listen, I ain't got no PMB. Illuminati. We were hoping not. <laughs> So let's go ahead. Please, and Jesus, help me. What's, what's the vibe so the vibe of the day, the vibe of the day is I'm going to play this song by this young lady. Uh, she's uh, out of California. She's Haitian. Her name is uh, Tmar. Yay! Re- really, really like dope. She has, this, she has this song called Cool Enough that I think is phenomenal. I listen to this shit damn near every single day. Uh, so with that being said, vibe of the day, Tmar, Cool Enough. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye. We out here. Peace. I am. Period. <laughs> God body, God body Mind body can't stop it eh. You want it, you got it Dripping like what if I say I do anything Bend any way, bend any how for you And you screw me today, threw me away Now you don't know how to say I I feel so numb, stuck, feel like a dumb fuck trying to fly everybody knows you're wrong when i'm really right but you love to do me wrong power tripping why but i really feel like you and i could have fixed the wings and could fly the way you had me falling in evil grin falling in sink or swim away you switch sides on me you switch sides